Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As always, we thank you for the mileage and the legwork, Andy, and Andrew Callahan for the time. Callahan, as I've mentioned before, is one of my favorite follows. I think he's a great writer. Um, a Boston media presence in bloom has phenomenal taste in beer. He's a P one to vitamin C like myself as well. Oh, stop it. You love it when I bring him for you. Hey, I we're recording this on star Wars day and vitamin C just released a star Wars themed, uh, Mandalorian IPA called this is the way IPA. So they deserve a shout as far as I'm concerned. Here, okay. I don't hate it. Even I have an idea for right the vitamin C cause I do like vitamin C. I've said yes. it many times. The blueberry okay. pancake breakfast was one of the most interesting things I've ever partaken in, yeah. but you know what they should come out with my Andy hearts IPA, where we just call it Christmas tree water. <laughs> and you it just want like Christmas tree. Cause, water. cause it tastes, cause it, that's like a West coast IPA. That's right. actually a great idea for a West coast IPA around the holidays. I Thank will share you. that with Dino and I will make sure when he gives me a four pack to give to you that I drink the first three just to test it out for you. Okay. Um, no, we thank, we thank all of our, the local people that are very generous to the Callahan's, the Jumbos, the Keeps, and the Fitzies with uh, the delicious beer for trying to provide you with some fun Foxborough opinions and more. All right. So here in our last little segment, uh, we'll get to Mike Vrabel, uh, who was just elected 34th member of the New England Patriots Hall of Fame. I did want to ask you one quick question, though. Did you happen to see Kyle Brandt on uh, Wake Up It's Football or Good Morning Touchdown, whatever you like to call it. We all know it's called Good Morning Football. Uh, he did a little thing called QB tiers. He ranked mm -hmm. all the quarterbacks into mm -hmm. seven tiers. You know, Keith, when you're off and on on Tuesdays on the Rich Keith Show, you guys do tier Tuesday. Yep. It's a big thing. It is. Um, he Yeah. He had uh, Mac Jones. Hmm. In the sixth of seven tiers, uh, okay. with three other quarterbacks, um, it is the season for a lot of people to try to just get clicks and get your attention. Uh, I think he was even in the same tier as, if I'm not mistaken, Tua and Trevor Lawrence. To which yep. I say, "Are you shitting me?" Easy, easy. Kids no, are listening. All right. All right. If they made it this far, they know what they're in for. Earmuffs, <laughs> earmuffs, blank balls. All right. Um, yeah, I found this interesting, and the thing that jumped out at me not wasn't necessarily where Mac Jones was. I think he should be near the bottom tier after last year. It's just the reality. Sorry, Mac. It is what it is. But that Trevor Lawrence and Tua were all in the same tier because basically the the final tier was the rookies. So if you were a veteran, you were seemingly automatically in the sixth tier. You stayed out of the seventh tier. I feel like he needed an eighth tier. If I'm a Jags fan, I'm offended. Who do you think feels better about their quarterback, the Jags or the Patriots, Trevor Lawrence uh, or Mac Jones? It's the exact opposite of where it was after yep. 2021 because we were saying, who do you think feels better about their quarterback after 2021 was Mac over Trevor. And by the way, Trevor Lawrence, his actual uh, – uh, is that his actual count? Yes, it is. Uh, Trevor Lawrence quote tweeted it and says, the game ain't played on paper. <laughs> good for good for him. Jimmy Garoppolo's by himself in fifth place. In Weird. fourth place is Russell Wilson. Are you kidding? Come on. What are we, it, Kyle? Kyle. But now 
I, I would like to hear, I didn't see the segment. I'm assuming this was a segment on his show as well. So I didn't hear the mm-hmm. verbal uh, defense and arguments for each. Now I will say we just kind of voiced how you could argue for Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence to be in the same category would be a simple math equation. Average it, right? Mm-hmm. A plus B divided by two. You had yep. a crappy A and a very good B for one guy. You had a very good A and a crappy B for the other guy. You divide by two. They're both in the same area, right? A, mm-hmm. a plus B divided by two. So now I don't think it works that way. I think the Jags feel like they have a franchise quarterback. I think the Patriots are wondering if they have a starting quarterback. So there, there's a little <laughs> differentiation there. Yep. Um, but it was interesting. And you can, you know, sort of the, the, the Garoppolo one was strange. Him on his own little island above these guys, but. I mean, he's handsome enough. Does he need the spotlight? Yeah, it, it was a strange, but this is why these are good tiering or lists or any you know power rankings because they get people like us and there's so many blogs and podcasts out there to debate, defend, mm-hmm. bitch about. So good job by Brandt. Yeah, I actually thought it was, uh, I thought it was reasonably interesting um, and I loved disagreeing with it as well. And it's going to probably that, you've already seen Trevor Lawrence barking about it. I think other quarterbacks have as well. So little extra fuel for the fire, a little extra, little extra coal in the box, if you will. Um, and yeah, I do love a good power ranking in the off season just to give us a little something extra to talk about. All right. Vrabes, Mike Vrabel, 50 made the number great before Ninko took it and ran with it and did some great things himself as well. A cast off from the Pittsburgh Steelers free agent signing in the summer of 2001 becomes one of the pillars, one of the defensive pillars upon which the first half of the Patriots' double dynastic run is built. One of uh, a favorite of Brady, Coach Belichick, someone everyone said had an incredibly high football IQ. Everyone knew he was going to be a coach one day. Spoiler alert, it worked out. He would also become a coach that would get under his previous coach's skin and help knock Tom Brady out of a Patriots uniform. He is now the latest member of the Patriots Hall of Fame class. I believe, personally, Logan Mankins deserves it. Hopefully, he'll get in as well one of the top Patriots to never get a ring uh, during his time during that double dynastic run. Bill Parcells continues to be a polarizing and controversial figure. There's been a lot of online arguing. And by the way, I'd just like to remind everyone, when you're having a discourse about who you believe is a better Patriot or a greater fit for the Patriots Hall of Fame, try to actually not be a complete jackass when you're talking to your fellow humans about your opinion and why you believe your opinion is more correct than others. Just a just a cautionary little re- reminder or a request from your old pal Fitzy here. Um, is that general but, or does that have a uh, specific root? Oh, there were some specifics, but I'm way too positive and far, in far too good a mood to recount some of the filth and <laughs> disgusting behavior that I saw online after the, the results were announced the other day. But yeah, Andy, I there's no denying, regardless of how you feel about Mankins, you know, I want to push for Welker next year, Parcells and more. Mike Vrabel is deserving. He seems honored by it. It's a great fit. It's long overdue. And I'll tell you, with his attitude, his wit, and his cunning bite, I think it's going to make for a hell of an induction, and it's going to make for a great speech. No question that it has the potential to be the best of all time, for him to tell stories, for him to um, just recount things, bust balls, because he mm-hmm. is the ultimate ball buster. He's a guy's guy. You know, We all learned that famously in that clip a few years ago where he talked about cutting off his you-know-what to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I and he was a bar school podcast. Um <laughs> He is, he's that guy. Like, I, I love him. One of the more interesting, competitive, versatile guys. Just smart like, dude. And he, didn't he famously super. always bust Brady's balls? Uh, receive offense. Like he gave it to Bill, Bill. as bad. Bill too, the right? Famous story. I think I can tell this. 
I may have already told it before. Who knows? But go ahead. There was a story that I was recounted in a team meeting. Bill was um, sort of cautioning against the team, reading its own press clippings and getting too big of a head at some point in one of these seasons where they were always good. Obviously, they won 14 games every year, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And he he said something about, you know, the media is going to be giving you guys a bunch of BJs, not mm -hmm. the wholesale club the other thing yep. and he, and he went on a and then this the talk continued for like another five minutes and bill stopped and when bill stopped Vrabel raised his hand and said um can we get get back to those bjs how do we get <laughs> and obviously the whole place erupts he was a ball buster like he yeah. remember that he wore the giants helmet once because bill talks about the giants linebackers so much that he got sick of hearing it so he came to practice in a that's giant funny that's helmet. funny like, he he's such a unique guy now the fact that he's a head coach, I don't know how open he'll be in his little chat on the podium and his speech and everything at Patriot Place. I also, am I wrong to presume here that this means the Titans will probably be in Foxborough in the preseason? That's, that is the app. That, that's what I wrote about the other day. Uh, there, the Patriots already have committed to joint practices with the Green Bay Packers in right. Green Bay, right. which will be very interesting as well because I'm sure Bill Belichick – uh, thrifty as he may be known to be, could probably use the company card to take Matt LaFleur out to dinner and just absolutely pump his brain along with anyone else that's available for all the extra Rogers intel they possibly can get to get inside his head or defend against. And now they have to play him twice this fall. But that, to me, that the biggest tell is the Patriots had to have been in touch with the league to say, like, yeah, we want to do joint practices with the Titans, so put them on our right. preseason. Like, that's going to be your one because the Pats will have one preseason home game that will be your one preseason home game with joint practices and a ceremony for Vrabes and the joint practice schedule is generally joint practice joint practice day off preseason game so it works perfectly that day off will be the ceremony at the plaza at Gillette Stadium it'll Mike be Vrabel's 97 degrees with the heat reflecting off perfect. the new tower yeah perfect and hopefully Vrabel does tell stories because he's um he's just a phenomenal um, doesn't take himself too seriously, is never afraid to speak his mind, gets him in trouble occasionally. As mm -hmm. people may remember, there was the theorization that he was traded with Matt Castle to the Chiefs because he was openly discussing um, during the CBA negotiations the financials of Patriot Place and how they claim that that mall has nothing to do with us players. We're not part of that revenue, even though yeah. it's built a stone's throw from, from yeah. the stadium. And it's called patriot place and I he's like didn't we patriots. build that didn't i help build that too yeah so you know there was there was some uh times there at the end that may not have been perfect but certainly everybody probably saw the video the other day when robert Kraft facetimed him to let him know he was the winner of the fan voting okay so vrabel's worthy we can all agree i think mm -hmm. it took seven years for him to get through the process well, of he had some good competition to cut against and it's good that he got in now because we have discussed previously the log yep. jam that is coming up but that's where I want to go. So Vrabel, we can all agree, is a Patriots Hall of Famer for everything he did. You know, we can bust Fourier's balls that he used to come in and take Fourier's touchdowns. He was the oh, ultimate. Still a very sensitive subject. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but, okay, so Vrabel deserves to be in. That's great. He and Scar will go in in August when the Titans apparently come to town. Joint practices. But what we need to talk about is obviously the two guys that didn't get in this vote, which would be Bill Parcells and Logan Mankins, mm -hmm. but also a guy like Wes Welker, who I continue to believe is the most disrespected player in the history of the franchise by your people, Foxborough, quote-unquote, faithful. Uh, and, sh and shame on each and every single one of them. 
It's, I, I blame you. It, people like you. No, do not. Yep. I'm the one who's leading the charge. I have now made it are. my mission. No, no, no. no for you the longest time, the I had not. You lost absolutely not. You no, don't you dare. I want none of that smoke. I have worn the jersey proudly. I still have my Welka t-shirt. I have been a card-carrying member. Sure, was I disappointed that he decided to leave afterward? I understand that there was some contentious uh, dialogue discussion and contractual negotiations, and he and Belichick didn't always see eye to eye. Apparently, they were mad that he took the franchise tender of nine years for the 2012 season, $9 million, and that's when they started developing Edelman behind him. Obviously, the succession plan worked out. Edelman became that guy, not even Amendola, after Welker left and went to Denver, of all places, two years, $12 million. No. I believe i've told you he belongs in the pro football hall of fame not just the patriots hall of fame and Bagel. people need to get dude you cannot argue the impact he had on the wide receiver position made the he position huh he made the position slot exactly he yeah, took no, it to no, the level it's at and no everybody can argue him. that everybody loved him um you know for a while there was like a running joke, like the white Patriots slot receiver, obviously, because mm -hmm. you had Welker to Edelman to Amendola in that world. Mm -hmm. But he was respected by everybody on the football field, defensive players, offensive players, black players, white players, quarterbacks, coaches, anybody he came across because of what he did statistically. Um, and I always go back to the one word Bill likes to use. Availability is the most important ability. He was so effing durable despite and. I think it kind of has affected his post-playing career life. I think he's his head got knocked around a little more often than it should have. For Had to wear that being. big helmet. People joked yep. it was a Marvin the Martian helmet. His body also took a beating. My God, yep. he got lit up sometimes. So, up. yeah, he did. Up, and he yeah, and he got up. And he got even after he tore his ACL in that meaningless game in Houston, January 2010, before they got their doors blown off by the Ravens in the wild card game. He was there in September, lined up with a brand new and still had a good season. And by the way, giving hope for what Bill O'Brien may do with the wide receivers this fall, he is an expert, a whiz at getting the most out of a slot receiver. Welker's two best seasons came under O'Brien in 09 and in 2011. And Welker's best seasons are historically good. You're talking 1,500-yard type seasons. And you mentioned it. He came back from that ACL quicker than probably he should have, was not himself, was not comfortable. I remember covering mm -hmm. him that year and him talking about going through that process. Still caught 80-plus balls. Still had what would be a great year for virtually anybody else, but because it wasn't 110 or 120, which is what he was used mm -hmm. to, it was seen as a down year. So Wes Welker, you and I can agree, not all fans will, because some still hate him for the Super Bowl or for the foot jokes or for pushing back financially against Belichick and all of those various are going to the, the Broncos, and then he took out Aqib Tlaib because – Bill Belichick told the sheep that he took out Aqib Tlaib, even though the sheep should think for themselves, watch the play, and realize it's called football for a reason. That makes no sense, Andy. It's called football for no reason. You don't actually kick the ball very often. So move right. on. Soccer should be uh, called football. Yes, exactly. Uh, so Wes Welker. But I also want to get into, because this debate, as you said, coming down the pipeline, we have Brady, Gronkowski, Edelman, um, uh, James White, James, James White, McCordy. James yeah. Devlin. I'm going to keep saying James Devlin. Okay. You can keep category. saying James Devlin. Um, it's going to get busy, and it still is busy. Like, these two guys next year, theoretically, Mankins and Parcells, should be back on the ballot with one person added. Probably next year it should be Welker, Mankins, and Parcells in the fan voting. But would you be open to, I've heard a lot of people, I believe Glenn Ordway even got involved in this discussion when the Vrabel announcement came. Do you think they should at any point now expand 
the process to there's going to be too much of a log jam. Do they, because of the great era they had, there's so many guys. Do you think they should? I love what you're doing. If you're not watching and you're only listening, Fitzy's shaking his head, and that is the right answer. No. And as a matter of fact, when Edelman retired, I tweeted at the Patriots Hall and said, hey, can we just hasten the process now, skip the five years, and put him in and give him his red jacket immediately? They wrote back and said, it's only four years and no. Perfect. That's the answer. That is the that is the answer. We have a protocol for a reason. And for the page, who knows how good they might be this fall, next fall, the fall after that, the fall after that, the fall after that. But if you want to not quote live in the past, you know, we need to we need to grow. It's a Star Wars day. Kylo Ren famously said, kill, you know, kill the past. That's the only way you can become what you were meant to be. Stop living in the past. But if the Patriots want to find a way to string along the joy ride that was the double dynastic run. Then you just put another one in every year and you get a new reason to cut together a Super Bowl highlight package and bring about all the Foxborough feels for basically the next decade while you rebuild the team. And it's a it's a as you like to say, you people, it's, it's a pretty impressive flex. If a decade from now you're still putting in dynasty players that tells other people like, wow, there were so many freaking good players on those teams like it took yeah. this long to keep putting because if you. To me, it also cheapens it. Now, I will say, if you want to make special accommodations for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, do it together when Bill retires. Do it however you want to handle those two. Mm -hmm. They are above the fray. They are a different category. Handle oh. that how you will. When Brady goes in, what they should do is just put Bel like Belichick should be the exception and they should be forced to go in. But they probably won't. They'll probably want each to get their own day of individual right. acknowledgement e even though truly the least sexy answer to was it brady or was it bill is it was both of them damn it and they should be they should go in hand in hand but brady's gonna get in there first but other than that i don't want some like cleanup dump of like five players because wow we're really falling behind here so plus it cheapens it for the guys the guys should yeah. have their day they should be able to mm -hmm. get their red jacket tell their stories about their teammates about will their forks friends. last year was so emotional i was there with a bunch of other friends mm -hmm. and fans and it was um it was awesome i highly recommend if you want to hear speeches about the things you didn't get to know that'll color in in between the lines and fill out the character of these people the fact that like Will Fork, you know, losing his parents, being a 20-year-old orphan, the Patriots veritably adopting him, looking at Belichick and Kraft like the father and grandfather that he needed, and he was crying, everyone was crying, I was sweating and crying, like, it was awesome, it really was, and I highly they recommend that, they all they deserve do. that, each individual, Mankins, like, whoever you want to say, they all deserve mm -hmm. those days, so um, they'll all get in at some point, they're all worthy, but don't cheapen it by altering the process. All right. So next year, I think we've, and we'll wrap on this. I think next year we've, we've, we locked it up next year. Welker gets the fan ballot. Parcells will go in on the Skarnakia slide. If you will, uh, the mm, veterans choice. Wouldn't count on that. He should be in. And I also, um, as much as I think it's obvious that Welker gets on the fan voting ballot, um, I don't know. It's obvious for everybody in that room. There's people in that room on the committee that selects the three finalists that I think have lost their way or have biases. I'm not really sure what the problem is. Um, so while it should be in my mind, Mankins, Parcells, Welker next year, mm -hmm. I don't know that that's a, uh, fait accompli. No, nor do I. Ooh, look at you with the fancy terminology there at the end.
Yep, that's what I do. That means guarantee or a certain thing. We will find out, and you will want to tune in to this particular program when we hear about that next year as well. But in the interim, thanks for tuning in to the latest and always greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, where we talked about some new players, what they had to say, a little bit more about the draft, the UDFAs, the Hall of Fame at Patriot Place, and so much more. He's at Jumbo Hart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. This is at Six Rings Pod. Good job, producer Justin Turpin, as always. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever you get your awesome football talk and podcast can be found. Good day, as always. God bless. Go Pats. And may the force be with you. Always. Nope. nope. Yes. Yes. Nope.